Hello, everyone. And we are live with The Art of Attraction with Dominique Drew. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me. I am absolutely thrilled to have the opportunity to share this with you. I have discovered something recently that I think is a real game changer in the field of personal development and self-help. And I'm really excited to share it with you because I just don't see anybody talking about this at all. And I've come across a few of those things. And I don't really want to be like, oh, I'm just like, this is my own creation. It's very possible that I've missed it. But I'm really surprised because this is like a really game-changing type of mindset shift if you want to like solve your problems, which like a lot of people do. And there's so many coaches out there, not even just mindset coaches or success coaches, but entrepreneurial coaches and life coaches and relationship coaches and personal trainers. And all these people are, are making this one big mistake. And I don't think it's possible that I'm the first one to have realized this or to land on this. So I'm going to ask you guys at some point, if you know of people that are getting this right the way I'm about to explain in a bit, to please let me know because I'm hoping this information is out there. Otherwise, just share, share, share this episode, please, because this is the difference between people trying to solve their problems and failing and people trying and succeeding. And that's kind of my bag. <laughs> it's kind of my gift in this life. So hi, how are you? My name is Domini. I am your host on this journey for however long we decide to broadcast here. And by we, I mean the royal we. It's just me. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's just me. So a little bit about me. So I am a relationship coach. You know, defining what I do is such a mindfuck, to be honest, because really my gift is in showing you how you're holding yourself back from what you want and how to fix it. That is my gift. I am amazing. I have a process that I didn't particularly come up with. It was taught to me. A bunch of things were taught to me and I took all of that training and I just sort of channel it in a certain way that is very direct and goes right to the core of the issue. And that allows the results to come as quickly as possible. It allows the results to be permanent. And it allows the results to be accurate, such that the problem that you're solving is actually the problem that's causing the issue, which is what we're going to talk about today. So I really specialize in working with kind of next-gen CEOs, leader types, people who want to make an impact in the world. And maybe they already are doing that, but they're not happy. They have lost their joy. They have lost themselves. You know, depending on what words you use to describe it, you're missing out. You're not experiencing fulfillment, even though you've got all the things. Maybe you've got lots of money, you've got lots of companies, but you're not feeling that actual genuine inner happiness, okay? This is for you, okay? Even if you're not at that level, this is for you, okay? But I'm going to speak to that person because those are in particular my clients. So, you know, I've been in the personal development world for nearly 20 years. I am a veteran, I would say, by this point. I'm incredibly well-educated in this area. I'm well-read. I'm well-experienced. You know, I've tried a lot of things. I've worked with clients for years. I've done every, <laughs> sometimes it seems every mode of personal development out there. I think I've done it. My mom and I were just talking the other day. She's done a lot of work as well about all the, making jokes about all the certifications that we have. We have so many certifications. And for a while, I was really chasing that. I was really looking at what's the next thing that will get me the result, right? What's the next thing that will help me to find myself? Because that's really, that's what we're looking for, Right. When we seek things like success, the next billion dollar company or the next grant or the next fellowship or the next, you know, best employee or the next partner, what we're seeking really is happiness. And those are the things that we think will make us happy. There's a lot of misconception going on in the world around what will actually make us happy. Okay, I could do a whole nother episode on just the misconception within the phrasing of that <laughs> sentence, right? Things making you happy, right? If you are at the top of your game and you're still not happy, then you know, and this is why I love this community, they know that the things that are promised to, quote, make you happy are not capable of doing so. It's okay. There's still a way. And you, in particular, are 
so well-placed to learn how to do this because your impact is global. So whatever is going on in your relationship with yourself is being magnified all over. You're spewing it (laughs) all over the world. Now, wouldn't you like to know exactly what that impact is? If a lot of what you're putting out into the world, including what you directly see come back to you as success, or not. As you see that, you start to notice how much of it is unconscious. How much are you not aware that you're putting out into the world? Right? If you redefine success from money and wealth and businesses to heart-centered impact, to inner fulfillment for you personally, to happiness and joy, imagine what would happen. Imagine how that would create a legacy worth leaving. This is the next level. There's always a next level. Because there is more life to be experienced. There's more awareness to gain. There's more happiness. Humans are meant to lead joyful lives. Where did you lose that along the way? Where did you forget that? And let your focus slip to something that seemed really shiny. This is not about changing who you are. It's not even really about changing what you do. It's about revealing who you really are and doing whatever you do from that place of authenticity, of ease, of effortlessness. It's about showing up as who you really are, not who people think you are, not even as you think you are. It's about challenging every idea that you have of yourself. Every aspect of you that you think creates your identity, it does not. And so what we are left with when we strip back the layers ends up being your authentic self. Who you are at your core. This is the source of your joy. This is what may have been something you lost sight of a little bit. Good news is, it doesn't ever really go anywhere. just gets covered up. And so today, I want to talk a little bit about a misconception that I see kind of everywhere that really keeps people from solving whatever underlying problem they are experiencing. Okay, and here it is. Let's say, for example, that you want to go to the gym more, okay? You want to go to the gym more, but when it comes time to go to the gym, okay, so you want to go to the gym more, you know that that's what you want, okay? You feel better when you go to the gym, your body functions better, you're happier, we got, you got those endorphins going on, you look better, you feel better around people, you're showing up more as your best self, it increases your confidence, da 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 You know that working out is a great idea for yourself, right? And yet, when it comes to that place, of actually needing to get your ass off the couch and go to the gym, suddenly your motivation is gone, right? Cool. Let's talk about what's happening here, okay? Every coach that I know and every coach that I see online, and I'm like not even kidding, I have not seen anybody do this right anywhere online. If I am incorrect, please send me a note. I would love to hear because I'm sure I can't be the first person to have realized this, but it really does seem to be incredibly widespread. I'm just fascinated by that. 
So not wildly surprised because the personal development world is really quite rife with well-intentioned, especially the spiritual angle of it. It's like very well-intentioned people who are just coming from a place where they can't really connect with your issue because they just haven't gone deeply enough in themselves, right? To coach at a deep level, you have to have experienced yourself on a deep level. You have to have gone that deeply into yourself. So one of the reasons that people come around me and suddenly just feel, they're like, what do you do? I want to work with you. Like people will say that to me without even knowing what I do. It's not because there's anything special about me. It's because I have gone so deeply into myself. I have delved down my own rabbit hole. (laughs) That sounds dirty for so many years, <laughs> take it however you want, <laughs> that I can just show up. There's an ease of being in myself that is just unshakable now. I'm authentically myself pretty much all the time, okay? So what that does is it just resonates. People can feel it. They don't even know what they're feeling, but they can feel it, okay? That's because I've done the work myself, okay? It's not because I have some special gift that you don't. It's not because I'm better or different or that I had my shit together from the beginning. Let's be clear, it was not that last one. It's because I went through I went through the things that were blocking me. I went through the things that were holding me back from what I wanted. Places where I was tripping myself up, (laughs) right? So that was a really important thing. And the deeper I went, the better life got. Until now, I'm sort of in this place where I can kind of float effortlessly. Not that I'm not directing my life or I'm incredibly intentional about how I live my life. It's that whatever I want to do, there's an element of ease, effortlessness, authenticity. I don't work to be myself. Before, I didn't even know who that was. Okay, so anyway. So this mistake, okay? So you want to go to the gym, and for some reason, you can't actually make yourself do it. Everywhere I have looked, including personal trainers, you know, their expertise is the gym. So a lot of times they're working around gym-like mindsets. Not just using this as an example, but you find this everywhere. But here's the example, right? Coaches, motivational coaches, productivity, mindset coaches, all these people look at this situation. Here's what they do. They go, oh, the problem is you have this low motivation. Here are ways to fix that. A physical tactic, run around the house one time so that it gets you out of that lazy mindset. Positive thinking, affirmations, tips and tricks to increase motivation. Use an accountability partner, use a personal trainer because you know you'll show up if somebody's waiting for you or go to a group at the gym because then you've got a specific... These are all tips and tricks. They're all techniques to try to motivate you. Fuck, this is not it. Why? Why is that not it? Because... The problem is not that you are not motivated. To the contrary, you've already decided that you want to go to the gym. You are highly motivated, right? You know you want it. You've already decided that you want it. You have your schedule cleared, right? Motivation is not what is lacking, okay? So when it comes time and motivation is lacking, what's the problem? Well, something is causing your motivation to be low, okay? It's not that suddenly, magically, you went from highly intentional and motivated to unmotivated. Unmotivated is the symptom of the problem. It is not the problem itself. Something deadened your motivation. Something, an underlying issue, is resulting in an experience of low motivation. How do we know? Well, A, because you were already motivated to go to the gym right? Because you've made this thing, you're watching the videos of how to change your mindset around motivation and how to get motivated to go to the gym and all that kind of shit, right? You're already showing up that way. So the motivation's there. So then why isn't it there in this moment? What changed, right? You didn't change who you are at your core didn't change. Something happened, right? Another reason why this doesn't show up, okay? So you're there, you're feeling motivated. Suddenly the motivation is sapped because you're telling yourself you need to go to the gym, right? Cool. 
What if you decide all of a sudden, you know what? I'm not going to do it today. I'm going to watch cartoons instead. Guess what's going to happen to your motivation? It's back in a second, isn't it? It is back in a second. So if we're solving the problem of motivation, motivation should be consistent. If what you're solving, low motivation, is the problem, then it will be the problem across the board. Right? If it only comes up when you're thinking about going to the gym, oh, wait, now we have a shifting in our symptoms. Okay? Now I'm only unmotivated when I want to go to the gym. Cool. Okay? So there's an underlying issue that is triggered by the idea of going to the gym. And that underlying issue, when you think to yourself, I'm going to go to the gym, gets triggered and rises up in your system. You experience it as low motivation. Right? Something happened, which means there was a something to happen, if that makes sense. Right? If the underlying cause were that you suffered from low motivation, then a couple of things would be different. One is that you experience low motivation all the time, not depending on what you're doing. And just about always, no matter how bad your symptoms are, they're usually mutable. Right? There's usually a, well, I'm depressed, but not when I'm playing with my puppy dog. Right? If this were the underlying cause, it would be like this all the time. Given that your low motivation in this example is only coming up when you decide you want to go to the gym, that means it's a symptom. Okay? So what difference does it make, right? When you get to it, you still can't get to go to the gym. Oh, actually, before I get into what difference it makes, the other reason why it shows up that it's a symptom is because the tips and tricks that I went through in the beginning, the accountability and the mindset and things like that, those would work. Now, sometimes they do. Great. Sometimes when you treat symptoms, you get results. That is great. Not against that in any way, shape, or form. The issue that I'm trying to take here, here's the difference this makes, okay? One of the reasons why tips and tricks don't work for the vast majority of people is because they're not addressing the right problem, okay? It's a great solution, but for the wrong problem, okay? Instead, and this is the thing that I never see people doing that I'm really just, I can't figure out why I don't see people doing, is instead of when I come to a coach and I say, hey, I can't motivate myself to go to the gym, instead of them saying, oh, we'll try these increasing your motivation exercises, they don't say something like, oh, let's look at what's causing you to feel unmotivated. Rather than trying to fix the problem, they don't look at what is causing the problem. They go right for, oh, that's what you're experiencing, then that's what we'll fix. But that's not the issue. Almost never is that the issue. There is something deeper. So my invitation here is for you to see this in a new light. Rather than beating yourself up for not going to the gym, look at why you might not want to go. All right? This is what all of my work is about. All right? Consciously, of course you want to go to the gym. Of course you want to be fit and healthy and happy and be friends with people that light you up and be in relationships that really nourish you. But in real life, you end up doing a lot of things that are not the list that I just gave you, right? So the problem is not what's in your conscious mind. The problem is below that, deep in your subconscious, deep, I would even say, in your body. That is where the core of the issue lies. Okay? That's the place of richness in you. 
Okay. If something happens and tears come to your eye and you're like, oh my gosh, why did, you know, instead of brushing them away, stop your life for a moment and go, wow, what is it about this situation that made me cry? Your body is speaking to you. What a crazy thing to dismiss it. It's your body. It's on your team. It wants the same things you do. So when you're fighting against it, you're fighting against yourself and what you say that you want. There's a very, very, very good reason why you're not getting what you want, whatever that is. There's a good reason you have for not letting yourself have it. I say this with incredible confidence because for the last 20 years, I've seen things which seem to apparently make no sense. If you peel back the onion far enough, there is a reason, an excellent, perfect, beyond logical reason. So when you approach yourself with an air of, ugh, dismissal, ugh, I don't know, it just just makes me cry, or ugh, I don't know, I'm feeling angry, that makes no sense, I have no reason to be angry, or I just can't make myself go to the gym, ugh, I'm the worst. You're not on your own page. You got to get on your own page. Because this, and I am currently gesturing to all of you, is all you got in life. People will come and go. Happy times and sad times will come and go. This is your baseline. And for most of you, you're treating it like shit. You're responding with anger because you don't mentally understand. That's just because you're not listening. Of course you don't understand. You've been dismissive of it. You've been telling yourself that there's no reason for you to be the way that you are. What a crazy thing to say if you think about it, right? In two decades of studying the human system, it's like evolution. I mean, like the level of precision of perfection is astounding. Everything is exactly where you've put it. Possibly because of outside influences, but you've let this happen or you've made this choice or whatever. And not all of it was empowered, right? I'm putting you in the driver's seat here, which ultimately you are, but that's a very deep level. So you may not be quite ready to step into that yet. That's okay. Shit has happened to you. You have responded however you have responded. The more you make that conscious, the more you step into the driver's seat. The more you step into conscious creation of your life, of your impact in the world, of your legacy. These are the shifts for you to make. To learn to listen to observe the reactions of your body. Oh, I went to go reach out to this woman and I had a panic attack. I started panicking all of a sudden. Oh, that's interesting. Now you're just sitting at home, perfectly safe at the computer, about to reach out to a woman. So yes, you're right. Logically, that response does not make sense, but it is reality. So let's not deny what is real because of what we think we know. Well, I can't think of a reason, so I'm just going to pretend it's not happening. Well, (laughs) your logical mind, forgive me on this one, is puny. Okay, the amount that you can wrap your mind around is like such a pittance compared to the wealth of wisdom and knowledge that resides in the rest of your human system. To run everything through your mental capacity is to relinquish a lot of life, like a lot. Well, I mean, this thing happened, but it didn't make any sense. So, you know, it must be a fluke. It happened. It is in your realistic life experience, your lived reality. That is king. Just pay attention to it. And as you pay attention to it, you start noticing patterns. And as you start noticing patterns, things start to make sense. The sense must come to you. You don't decide based on your teensy little past experiences what the world is like. To do that is to limit the world that you see. 
It is to color all of it with what you decide is real and what you decide is not real. That is not relevant. Well, it's relevant in that it changes your life experience, but it does not change reality. But it does cause you to miss out, to live in this confusion, to continue banging your head against a wall without knowing why. It sabotages you at every single step. And this is so important for you to know. You also don't need to take my word for it, by the way. You can just consider the possibility that this might be true. Just consider. What if? What if the responses that you have actually have deep meaning? Just stop and listen to them. Let's see. Give it a little while. Oh, I do seem to do it every time I'm approaching a woman. That's interesting. Okay. Right? And so in my work, what we do is we walk ourselves back. Great. What is it about approaching women that triggers this thing in you? And we go back and back and back until we find that you, on some profound level, associate approaching women with guaranteed rejection. And when you experienced that from your caregiver when you were young or from your mother or from your teacher, that rejection felt like death because on a profound level, a child knows that if they don't have their mother's love, they will die. And that is a true fact, right? It's not a true fact right now in this day and age, but it is evolutionarily and that's all you got at that age, right? You have no life experience yet, really. So at that point, that is true for you, which makes that a life or death issue, which means that 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years later, when you find some cute little bird and you want to send her an email, it touches that place that sees this as a life or death exchange. There is nothing that happens in your human system that is not deeply real and intentional on some level. Begin to listen to yourself. Begin to ask, why is my motivation low to go to the gym? Sit. Let your body speak to you. Don't rack your brain. Your brain has no answers here. Here is the end of where the brain can reach. Because by definition, if it's already conscious in your mind, it's already a thought that you've had. You're not getting any new information. So if you're looking for new information, then you must seek outside the conscious mind. And that comes from allowing yourself to be quiet. I have a breathing exercise on my YouTube channel. It's about I don't know, 10, 15 minutes long. Do the breathing exercise. It shows you how to listen to your body in these moments. This is critical, critical. And so that is what I wanted to share with you today. The fact that everyone looks at the problem and simply goes to address it without asking why it is being caused. We seek to medicate before we seek to find the underlying problem. Take the medication for a while if you need to, while solving the underlying problem. Don't jump out of your skin to try to create something or fix something that you don't understand because you're spinning your wheels. And this is why so many people try so many techniques and get limited, if any, results. This is yours. This is a gift from me to you, a new awareness, an opportunity to see things in a way that will shift your life experience. If you can open to this, if you can consider this may, on any level, be real or worthy, well, then that is an impact with which I am happy. Thank you so, so much for joining me. I hope this has been useful for you. Please feel free to share it with anyone that you think would get some benefit. And if you haven't, please subscribe and rate the show. Your support and your feedback, uh, your engagement is deeply appreciated. And if you would like to learn more about working with me, check out the link in the show notes. And don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks so much, guys. See you next time.